Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The righteous fall seven times, but they get up eight. They don't stay down on the seventh. They get yeah. back up and try. Right, right. They get back up and try. Look at the life of David. How many times did David bug out? David did some crazy things, yet he still his heart was still like, God, yeah, God, God, God. Our heart position should be going back to God, going back to God, going back to God, letting the Spirit help us surrender, letting the Spirit produce the fruit in us. But how? We just have to abide. What's up, guys? Welcome back to In the Fire. I'm your host. Oh, oh shoot, dude. You messed up. <laughs> no, so seriously. No, try bro, again. I don't want to laugh anymore. Like, no, I'm going to be straight. You, all right, your turn. Try to do the intro. I don't want to. Oh. <laughs> Nah, oh, things, nah, things got serious, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Things got serious. Things got, yo, 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 yo. yo things got serious. Bad. Things got serious. Yo, hey, guys. Nah, Thank oh. you for... What do you say? That's good. Welcome back to the In The Fire podcast. I'm your host, Luke. Michael. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm your host, you know, the DiCaprio. Whether you're watching from a boat, from an airplane, you could always have fun. In you yourself Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought I heard that. I thought I heard that. Anyways, too. back to the program at hand. Ooh, we have a program at hand. Hey right. guys, this is Anthony Santos right now. Jora la guitarra. Oh, you guys know Anthony Santos? I know for the start, bro. Ow, Come ow. on. We got it. All right. It's like it's a Three, block. two, one, action. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the In the Fire podcast. I'm your host, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> what's up everybody welcome back to the in the fire podcast i appreciate you guys tuning in whether you're listening on spotify itunes or watching us on youtube today huh that's pretty good you should have a podcast I, yeah I, <laughs> today we have nico nico bergel nico virgil the rapper oh, himself the rapper himself yeah. yo nico nico he's we love having you better than ever better than ever thank you for joining us again we absolutely love having a conversation with you about jesus about god even though we do it off camera on camera everything because one of our, one of our boys. this is our this is one of the boys this is one of the boys but anyways thank you for coming back on i know the people love you we love you so i can't wait to get into this conversation but you just you just had a album release yeah um a few weeks ago Absolutely a banger. Absolutely a banger. And I know bangers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We went to, we accompanied you to a a a, uh, a performance an that event, you had, yeah. an, an event. event. That was that was a very interesting event. Why? Mm-hmm. For us um, followers of Jesus to be a part of. Except in the lines, Danny. <clears throat> but what's what's happening there? No, just you know, as followers of Jesus, we stepped into that place. Mm-hmm. And, okay. You know, Okay. Very interesting place. It was a very interesting place, but you brought the heat, meaning the rap and the Holy Spirit. You brought Jesus to the people oh, in that place. It w- it was cool because his song talks about stomping on your chains, breaking mm. those chains. Yeah, we're at a secular concert. 
secular events. Before Nico, there was a lot of other performances. And let me tell you, those performances were um, not godly. Definitely not talking about God stuff. And so there was, you know, just uh, a, a place that is um, not for followers of Jesus to really be at. Although you really did bring, like, you got to the people. You got to the people. You were able to. Their, their creativity, their flow was mm-hmm. on point. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> the root of their message yeah, there's there's pain. Was, was a lot of pain, yeah. right? Lot right. Of pain. And then and then all of a sudden you come on, and then although it's in Spanish, there's a lot of people that spoke Spanish there, but you brought that heat, telling people to stomp on their own chains, and people were doing it. People were stomping on the chains. At one point, he sings "La Sangre de Cristo," bro. You hear the whole room say that's like, oh, that's no. tough, that's tough. Yeah. So it was really dope. So check him out. I'll have his link in the description. He just posted a video about kind of like a recap of uh, of the event so yeah. that was that was really dope but you'll, anyways you'll see us in it too also you'll, you'll see us getting lit to it too but thank you for coming on today today we are talking about uh something that every follower of jesus goes through and that is this kind of departure from the honeymoon phase of coming to your salvation with god accepting god into your heart you know we we start off with that fire we start off with that passion you know <laughs> when, when you first come to christ you're going to ch- you live at church. You literally live at church. You live at church. The worship every single week is like, yo, the worship just got better this week. Like this worship yeah. was fire. You're praying, you're doing all this, you're reading the Bible every night. But then all of a sudden, a few months go by. I don't know, I don't know. Everybody's time frame is different. Maybe in a year, maybe. But then you find yourself in this place where you don't feel like doing God's things the disciplines you don't feel like reading the bible you don't really feel like praying and it's like oh there's life group today oh there's this event i don't know if i want to go i'm not feeling it and you're not as in love as you used to be with god at least that's what it feels like but then as followers of christ it like that kind of breaks our own hearts it's like you know you want to be close to god you want to be in love with god you want to be where you used to be but it just doesn't come naturally out of you, and so you don't do them. Mm-hmm. So we just want to talk about that, you know? <laughs> I was trying to laugh. <laughs> this guy, I, I wasn't. I was listening. I, I <clears throat> so, okay. well, what was I going to say? I think to that, I think about the verse. Okay, so what's the greatest commandment? See, love God. Yeah. Okay. See, so see I think. With that, if we think about that, right, that's the most greatest, most important commandment, I would say. Mm-hmm. And when we first find Jesus, like you said, there's the honeymoon phase of like, yo, living at church, like, you know, for some people, it was like a full 180, like one day they're this way, the next day they're uh-huh. like surrendering everything to God. And, you know, but for others, it's like a slow and steady kind of growth into loving God more and more and more, right? Mm. Like, you know, you start to love him more and more, meaning you give more time, you give more effort, you give more focus on God through reading the Bible and all this stuff. So you kind of just slowly but surely begin to love God more. But then as you said, like, what what is the in-between from that moment to feeling the way you feel now? Mm. Like, what is it? Like, because then I think about it and it's like, okay, if we're called to love, and at least for me, the talk of the town has been, you know, not living based on your emotions. And so my view on it is if we're only loving God when we feel like it, how deep is that love? Because I think if we compare it to like, you know, I'm not married, but like, I know you are, you're married, Nico. And so if you think about like 
only loving your wife when you feel like it. Mm. <laughs> how how does that compare to just loving her every day, being yeah. devoted and like doing it mm. even when you don't feel like it? You know what I mean? Like, is it is it like, oh, I don't feel like loving her today, so I'm not going to, or I don't feel like loving, or I don't feel the same way I felt. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. but but it goes deeper than just saying like just do it because oh yeah, definitely. It, you know if we but, if we but, keep but, going but then with does them. it though because because we think about you know we always use the same example of the gym. It's like oh you know if you only go and you're motivated, you're, ne you're never gonna go consistently. So yeah, you should. But go but if devoted. we if we keep going with the marriage thing, yeah. If Nico if Nico has moments and he he <clears> I mean every person from everybody does. has those moments, right? Those moments where you're just like, you're just not feeling it. Yeah. But but you're not giving your wife hugs and kisses and you're not telling her, you know, you love her because they're just not naturally coming out of you anymore. Mm -hmm. If we equate that with your relationship with God, it's like, I'm not feeling it. So it's like, I'm not even talking to him. I'm not acknowledging the Holy Spirit's presence. I'm not praying. I'm not reading my Bible. I don't feel but like then that, that just kind of snowballs. Sure, I could just do the, I'm just do it. And like, yeah, but if you don't, then it just snowballs until I don't feel like it even more. Because oh yeah, of course, right? of course. It's like it's a, a whole downhill from there. But it's like I can't just say just do it. Yeah. Because I can tell myself, yeah, just do it. But why do I feel this way? Why mm. do I not? I don't want anything to do with God right now. So I want to share something I read in this book called the Screw Tape Letters. And so the whole thing of the book is that it's a book of letters from one demon to another demon. That's and so it's kind of like saying, you know, from one higher demon telling another like lower demon how to ensure the damnation of this guy that he's on. So he, this is kind of what's going on here mm -hmm. in this perspective. So I'm going to read it to you guys because I think it kind of relates to what we're talking about. Here's what it says. <clears throat> Work hard then on the disappointment or anticlimax, which is certainly coming to the patient during his first few weeks as a churchman. The enemy. So in this perspective, they're talking about God when they say the enemy because this is a demon talking. The enemy allows this disappointment to occur on the threshold of every human endeavor. It occurs when the boy who has been enchanted in the nursery by stories from the Odyssey buckles down to really learning Greek. It occurs when lovers have got married and begin the real task of learning to live together. In every department of life, it marks the transition from dreaming aspiration to laborious doing. Mm. The enemy, which is God, takes this risk because he has a curious fantasy of making all these disgusting little human vermin into what he calls his free lovers and sons. Um, he des Desiring their freedom, he therefore refuses to carry them by their mere affections and habits to any of the goals which he sets before them. He leaves them to do it on their own. And their lies are opportunity. But also remember, their lies are danger. If once mm. they get through this initial dryness successfully, they become much less dependent on emotion and therefore much harder to tempt. Mm. So this wow. is, again, this is from the book that I was reading. That's, like, dude. Yeah, dude. so it's like, so is this initial dryness something that, is this what we're talking about? Is this just, it's like, is it just maturity? Is it? Is it just a part of life? Hold up. Like, because he's talking minute. about initial, Absolutely. this dryness season of like, of anything that you Absolutely. do, you know, it's like, oh, I want to be a CEO. Okay, work hard all day every day for like two three years or is it you're out for a test run what do i mean is when <clears throat> jesus told peter and the rest of the disciples that he's gonna that he's gonna go to the cross he's gonna be like everyone's gonna betray him and all that stuff peter's like i'll never betray you mm. i'm with you jesus you know but then you know your words are put to the test mm. whatever you speak out you're gonna be put to the test like, mm -hmm. if you say, God, I'm patient, he's going to be like, 
<laughs> All right, let's test out your patience. He's mm -hmm. not. He doesn't want you to, like, you know, to throw you into a pit of shame, and to show you you're not a patient person. He wants to show you that there's that there's always let's, potential let's for test growth. Them out. Let's test out the patient that you say you have. So he'll send, yeah. you know, different different situations. In this mm -hmm. case, Jesus tells, Jesus tells, uh, Jesus tells Peter, I pray for your faith. I pray that you have faith because the the mm, enemy has pleaded i think he was like the the enemy had like pleaded for him like he wanted peter and and he was basically saying like you guys you're like you're going to deny me you know like you're you're going to be yeah. tested Go and i just pray it. that you have faith wow and then afterwards after i guess you could say like that little testing period of jesus denied i mean peter denied jesus um all that stuff happened here comes jesus back again and and asked peter do you love me yes do you love mm -hmm. me yes do you love me yes and he's like bet so let me give you my, let me give you their purpose. Your purpose is I want like, you're the one that's going to build this church. You're the one that I'm going to build this church on. You're the one that's going to lead your brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And so it's like that, because basically what that's saying in, in that book is if they cross over this little area mm. of, of initial dryness, initial dryness, mm. then it'll, it'll be much more difficult for them to be tempted. 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 Why? Because I feel like it's like, You've tasted God at the beginning when you say, Jesus, I give you my life. I love you. And then you go through this moment of, I'm such a wreck. I always mess up. I always go back to that same God. thing. I don't feel God. I don't feel blah, blah. But then if you go back to, to if you go back to God, the way that, the way that Peter and Jesus, you know, they got reconnected. Jesus came back to Peter. And instead of Jesus doing what Judah did, mm. Jesus said, I'm going to root myself in love. I'm going to root myself in Jesus. Mm. Judah, or Judas, Judas. Judas rooted himself in fear. That's why he committed suicide. Mm. Because they both messed up in the same way. Mm. They both betrayed Jesus. Wow. One, one took a decision to wow. go to Jesus. The other took a decision to go with, him, with his own strength. Mm -hmm. So one is rooted in fear and therefore actions out of fear. And he just, you know, he, he mm. couldn't fulfill the rest of his purpose. The other one was rooted in love. And got to fulfill the rest of his purpose. After mm. he got over that initial, uh, what is it called? The initial dryness. The initial dryness. See, with that is it's it's tough because it's, and that's what I think with every like, yeah, because it shows how deep how real is your love? You only love see, when things are good. But but my my thing my thing with what you just said is like I'll, I'll just challenge it real fast. Jesus came to Peter afterwards, but he didn't go to Judas. Did he? I guess not. Well, and so I feel like my thing, well, the reason was, I say that. Was dead at that time? Like, what, would it be? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think he may. If he decided just to. Oh, I guess that's a good point. Just quick challenge. I like that. I think, I, I think, I think time, he wasn't around. At the same time, say, say what you're going to say. Well, well the reason I brought that up is because <laughs> a lot of people feel that in this, in this, you know, time of, I don't feel these, these, this passion for the things of God. I don't even feel God speaking to me or hearing me or reaching out to me or showing me that he hears me or showing me that he, and sure we, we read it on the page, but if we don't feel it, and especially when you first start out in the faith, it's, it's hard to just say, okay, God hears me, even though you don't feel it. Well, let's go back to the parable of the sower. They sow the seed. Some are, are overthrown by the worries. Some land on rock. Some land on, you, you gotta help me out with that. What are the other ones? Some uh, land on like rocky, fertile soil. The rocky the ground, the thorns. The thorns? The thorns, yeah. What else? The the path. And then the path. Those are three. The path, the, the stone, stone, and, and oh, then okay. the, the thorns, yeah. 
And so I think one is the enemy quickly takes it away. Yeah. The other one, it's the worries of this world mm-hmm. or the Tor- worries of yeah, your, your day-to-day like, day life. It, yeah. um, just kind of blocks it out. And then what was the other one? Oh, I think... Just... The Rocky Road, right? No, the no the the path is the 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 crow comes eats the seed right away. So the, the stone is the one like it, it burns the seed, it never grows. Like it 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 wasn't able to make roots. And then the, the thorns was here. it you know it, it gets choked. It up gets choked up by yeah. the worries. Exactly. So it's like let's say you know that that initial <clears throat> moment is like all right, I receive because that even happens sometimes with with like just regular churchgoers. Okay. They you know yes, I got my Jesus on on Sunday. Yes, I heard what the pastor had to say. Yes, I'm going to change my life. Yes, I'm going to let the Holy Spirit transform me. Here comes Monday. And with Monday comes a customer that has an attitude. Now you're worried about that. Like how, you know, the way, way you're focused on that attitude. Mm. You forget all about what you just learned about transforming your life and letting the Holy Spirit, like, um, mm. letting the Holy Spirit move inside yeah. of you, you know? And so it's like, what we it's not about like what we feel because feelings will fluctuate and we've like yeah they're fickle it's all the time they'll go up and down but it's like what are you rooted in it's like you have to be rooted because let's say a tree that is a tree is is not easily moved okay what is it what does it mean to be rooted what does it mean for for to do those for somebody to be what does it mean to walk in the spirit isn't that just like to put it simply like just reading and, and being, being your Bible. I mean, I think the, the root is in John 15 when Jesus talks about like, he's a true vine. He says yeah. like the branches remain in me and I remain in you. And exactly. he says, you remain in him by letting his words remain in you. Abide in me. He Abide in me. That means remain here. Stay here. Don't disconnect. Stay connected to me. And it's it's so simple how we can stay connected to him. We overcomplicate it because we are beings who want to have an experience and it's not always an experience. It's like, you know, you read the Bible, you don't always have to have like this crazy, crazy moment. Let's say, for example, yeah. what did you eat last Wednesday? I don't remember. For I dinner, what, what, do you, what did you eat? You don't remember? I uh, know. But it still fed you. It did. The same thing with like the word, like, you know, you, you remain in him. You, you go, you, you stay yeah. with his word. You, you interact with the word of God. It'll still feed you and it's still inside of you. Like just because it didn't activate in that moment with you know, whatever activating means, like yeah. activating means, that doesn't mean that it didn't feed you. Like it still fed you. And so I think it's like that whole culture of living by feelings, the whole culture of like, I have to yeah, see to I mean, believe. I mean, like, you know, he's, he, can, he says that I am the bread of life. I am the you know, fountain of living water. But then it's like, how exciting is it to drink water every day? You know, or sometimes when it comes to eating food, I mean, food tastes bland today or something. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that exciting to take what you need to live every day. But if you don't, if you don't drink water for three days, like, you're just going to start, like, you know, your body's going to start shutting down. And it's like, you need it. But then a lot of us don't think about the water we drink every day, even though we need it to live. And so if we have placed that same, that same mindset on just remaining in him where, like, every day it's, Maybe it's not that exciting to read your Bible every day, but you need it to keep your spiritual life alive, to walk in the spirit. Because is walking in the spirit exciting all the time? No, it's not. So it kind of goes back to the thing of like, if you only loved, if you only love when everything is going perfect and cool, then that's not really deep love. Because if things just start, if things just turn around for you and life just sucks right now, and then you stop loving God, was your love even authentic? Well, the thing, but it's not even like, <sighs> 
it's not even you stop loving God. I'm just trying to relate to to how we've <clears throat> felt in the past and a lot of yeah. our viewers because you know, in our Patreon, we see it. We see people that are struggling with their relationship with God at the moment in themselves, right? It's in like ourselves too. in, in our, uh, ourselves, a hundred percent. There's times where it's like, guys, like I've just been off my spiritual game. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be in community lately. Yeah. I don't really want to be reading my Bible. I, I haven't been reading my, I haven't been praying. It's not that I don't love God. Of course I want to love God. Of course I love God. Of course I want, I True. want to make the yeah. time for God. But when you don't feel like it, it's so it's easy harder. to to start adding God into your schedule when you have the time. Did you know that self-control, the fruit of self-control, self-control is not having the temptation in front of you and you going, no, no, Nico, no, I'm not going to do it. Don't grab that cookie. Don't grab that thing. Don't go on that website. Don't do that thing. Self-control is the ability of being where you're supposed to be. So if you are where you're supposed to be, which is remaining in him, mm. that's self-control because your eyes are focused on him. You don't have to be bugging out. It's almost saying things. yes to what you need that's in front of you. Yeah. What would you say? Like self-control is saying yes to what you need in front mm. of you. That's right in front of you. Instead of saying no to, Instead what, of you saying no. to what you want. It's like, or it goes both ways. Self-control is saying no like that. to what you shouldn't get, but it's also saying yes to what's in front of you that you need. Because like feelings, like again, feelings, you know, there's times, you know, I don't even say this. But then it's like, you know, at the same time, this it is real because when you don't feel like it, you don't feel like it. Like, and again, we know that we always say emotions are stupid and feelings are whack, but then, but feelings are also real. So it's like you have those days when you feel whack. And so it's kind of like, you know, we might be, it's easy, easier said than. I mean, I look it's, at, it's, I look at the, 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 the church, like the beginning, like the, the first people who were killed yeah. for believing in Jesus, like they were, they were killed for believing in Jesus because they truly stood on a rock. Mm, yeah. I think that it, you know, we're still at a place where we're sleeping. We're sleeping, bro. We yeah. wouldn't, we wouldn't die. I don't think we would die for him. The way that they would die for him, I don't think we would do that. Mm. The reason is because, like, they truly, like, bro, they got killed because they would say, Jesus resurrected. No, that's impossible. No, <laughs> bro, Jesus resurrected. I'm telling you, like, for real. Nah, bro, he, he, he's not. He's dead. Bro, no, for real. The mm. king is actually alive. And then, and so I don't think that, you know, they had feelings too. I would imagine they're human. Of course. So why did feelings not? <sighs> to me, to me, this is hard because, bro, they experienced him. They lived no, with no, him no, thirty no, years. No, I'm not talking about the disciples. I'm talking okay. about the ones People that after. were all martyred years after he died and resurrected and went to heaven. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. They they died. They were martyred because they truly, truly put their feelings aside and stood on truth. That's so, why they got killed. God forbid, but if if this if that was the case now, how much would we say, I don't feel like it today? If right now we would get martyred for saying what we believe. The way we're going, I, I think, you know, we'd, we'd shut down. Hmm. Or or we would be tested enough that, like, you know, we would be on a road that we'd be like, all right, do I reason, take this road reason, or this road? The reason is, if decision. that was the case now, let's say for us, God forbid that, but if, that's, if that was the case now for us, um, I think, you know, what would we have these conversations of? I don't feel, I just don't feel like it today. But it's like, wait, your life is fully dependent on this because you not just your life, but the right, the life of so many other people of your family. Mm -hmm. the it, it's like we we forget the severity of like what's yeah, going the, on in here. the reality. And, like, and I think maybe the because the feelings yeah. you're you're so like we're caught up, and especially this culture, bro. 
we're so caught up in this temporary thing of feelings. Like whatever I feel, whatever I touch, whatever I can sense, whatever I feel, I'm so caught up in this temporary thing that it blinds me to the eternity, to the eternal aspect. I could have an eternal impact in somebody, but I'm scared to talk to them because they might talk bad about me. And I could like, bro, their life could be saved because Jesus could be working through me. Mm, but I'm like, oh, my true. feelings and like, oh, like, and I'm not making fun of anybody. Hope not. Because, you know, it happens to me too. But the thing is like, even when that temptation to follow my feelings comes, I take a decision. I remember what is the truth of God? Am I walking in the spirit of orphanage or of an orphan? Or am I walking in the spirit of sonship, of, sonship, of a true son of God? Mm. Like I have like my heritage is, you know, I don't lack anything. I already have because my dad is the owner of everything. And if his word is right, then I'm the co-owner of everything. If his word is right. If his word is right, I don't have to walk in fear. I could walk in love. Mm. If his word is right, then I don't I don't have to be in competition or in jealousy with my with 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 people around me because I could just accept what he has for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and like going back to the to the whole feelings thing is is are we being led by our feelings or are we being led by just yeah. truth? And truth is a it's just it's just there. Yeah, and even even on those days when we're like feeling mad, hype in the spirit, or the next day when we're just feeling whack, God is the same both days. But for us, it's like, ah, that you know, God is the same. The, and I think about Daniel. Daniel prayed three times every day for years, bro. So what about year two mm -hmm. Thursday? And when he, when he woke up and like he didn't get any sleep, and he's just like, good point. <sighs> the, right, God. The thing is, and like. We've talked about this yeah. before. Why hasn't why haven't things, things changed? changed? Why do we still have those days where it's like I just don't feel like it? No, and that's my I'm, thing. Like we're, we're here, we're, 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 we're here having days. this conversation. We're Dude. here having this conversation. But how do we ensure that there's change and transformation Bro, from this? We're always gonna have those days. What decisions are you gonna take? Oh, no, I, I know. I'm not saying how do we avoid these days. I'm saying in the sense of why haven't things changed in the sense of like making that decision that I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray regardless of how I feel. We still have those days. We've yeah. had this conversation. Yeah. We've even said it on separate episodes where we're like, how could you ever go to a king and say, and he's like, did you complete my assignment? Oh, sorry. I didn't feel like it. We've yeah. said it. We've said, how could we ever say that? I to mean, a bro, king? there's grace. There's grace. And so listen, listen, listen. Yeah, listen, there's listen, grace. But there's, then we, we, push the envelope i guess because like you exactly, know we, we, that, get, that, we take you know as you think human nature says you give us an inch we'll take a foot all right listen there's grace but paul says don't use that grace to bug out he doesn't say exactly like that but he basically yeah. says like don't yeah, yeah, yeah don't do what you just said don't like if somebody gives you your hand their hand don't take the whole arm yeah. like there's grace but don't use your grace to, to to be freely sinning like you know use that grace to get up there's i'm sorry no, there's a ahead. there's a proverb that says the righteous fall seven times, but they get up eight. They don't stay down on the seventh. They get yeah. back up and try. Right, right. They get back up and try. Look at the life of David. How many times did David bug out? David did some crazy things, yet he still his heart was still like God. Yeah. God, God, God. Our heart position should be, look, because we can't control sin. When have you guys ever in your life controlled sin? Mm -hmm. Let's just talk like that. We can't control sin. Right, the one who dealt with sin and, and deals with sin is Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
what we can do is just keep is going back to God, going back to God, going back to God, letting the Spirit sur- like, help us surrender, letting the Spirit produce the fruit in us. But how? We just have to abide. We have to abide. It's so simple, but we overcomplicate it because again, this mm-hmm. culture, this culture has a mindset of you have to do, do, do to get to the top. If you want to be in the first percentile, you have to do this, 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 yeah. this. It's like, no, bro, just sit down, read the word of God, whether it whether there's a spectacular, crazy miracle that happens in front of you, mm. or whether you just read a few words on a Bible. It is not, you know, the, again, this we're 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 I would say we're brainwashed, but it's more like we're contaminated mm. from this culture of mm. you have to do, do, do. Always do, always do. Be that first percentile. Get to the top. You always have to put the strength on yourself. You yeah. got to wake up at this time. You have to do this. It's like, bro, abide. Simply abide. Mm. You know, and, and things may not change in the moment like this. But little by little, as you're being faithfully abiding, he's moving things inside of you that you don't have to know. He doesn't need your like he doesn't need you to know what he's doing and not doing. Mm. As long as you give him permission, he's doing, he's moving. Jeremiah 17 says that that um cursed are the people who put their who rely on human strength. And I think Psalms 1 says they're like they're like worthless chaff blowing in the wind. They have no say. They have no foundation. They have mm. no nothing. So worthless chaff is like pieces of confetti in the wind. They're blown violently all over the wind. But those who put the Lord, their confidence and their trust are like trees planted by the river. And those trees grow strong with green leaves and their fruit. They never stop giving fruit. And so think about all the effort that the tree does. What effort does that tree have to make in order to grow and to bear fruit? Nothing. You know what he does? The tree on the bottom, all he's doing is abiding in the water that's right there, in the river. He's receiving. All he's doing is receiving and the water mm. is going right through the roots. Mm. And the tree doesn't have to be like, you know, are you growing me yet? Are you growing me yet? Yes, he's growing you, but it has to start from a tiny, a tiny tree to a big tree, bigger, 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 bigger. And the water produces the fruit. The water keeps the green, the leaves green. The water keeps the the, the tree strong. No mm. matter the no matter the season. No matter if you're in a season that everything's amazing. No mm. matter if you're in a season that everything looks dry. It's it's almost as if we're trying to to control it ourselves. Because it's like I'm I'm just thinking about the tree, right? And if we're like above ground and we're the tree. And we haven't seen growth from what we see up there. We start to question, are we still receiving water? Mm. Are we still receiving the nutrients? Is is everything that's supposed to be happening still happening? Like, I don't feel it. I don't feel myself growing. I don't feel my, the water coming into my roots. I don't. And then that's well, like, isn't that just us trying to control it? But the whole time we're just like, we're still being fed. As long as we're abiding, in as, the long as, we're still say, abiding. as long as we're as we're taking that water Dog, in, but if we're own, not taking our, that water our in, our only job is to taste is to, is to abide. Mm. And bro, it's so beautiful. He's yeah. literally just saying, "Be Mary, don't be Martha." And it's it's uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't just sit there and listen. Yeah. Don't be Martha that's trying to cook and clean and do all these things. That Jesus, you're not gonna tell Mary to help me. Jesus is like, listen, I you know. You're doing a cool, you're doing a good thing. I respect that. 
But the thing that's better, that's best, is what Mary is doing. Mary mm. is crisscross applesauce simply listening to what I'm saying. Her. And I would not take that away from her. Nobody would take what she's receiving right now away wow. from her. Nobody. Abiding. And and just so like just a quick example, just mm. in real time. That Jeremiah 17 verse, I had no idea I was going to be sharing it today. But because I read it, mm. because I was being faithful and abiding, it came out. Today. It naturally came out right now. Yeah. Because it was already in my heart. The Holy because Spirit reminds you of what because I was reminded of what I read. I don't remember if I read it two weeks ago, two days ago. Mm. I don't remember when I read it. But I know that I read it and I know that it's been stuck in my heart. Why? Because I ate it. I, I wonder if, if that moment when you were reading it was just like, oh, okay. And then you just closed your Bible. You're like, okay, 100% this cool. Way. Thank you, yeah. God. 100%. Thank you, God, for today. And then it's like, all right, bet. Like, you not knowing that you were going to, you know, use that verse later on. Exactly. That, that, and it's so cool because I think about it where, you know, trees that have been there for a long, long time. You cannot uproot that tree mm -hmm. unless you use the like a lot of force. <laughs> the force so, of God. The force <laughs> of God. And so what I think about is the thing about like, let's just say our like our leaders, like our elders, Pastor Phil, mm. like he is that tree that you cannot uproot him from God. You will not. Mm. Like you can't. He has been receiving from that water for so long. He has grown like into this, yeah. like this tree that you can't push a tree down. Like a strong mm -hmm. tree, have like you know have some fun trying to take that thing down. Right. With, with, with your strength. And you, you know can't. what the beautiful thing is? Still has to abide. Mm. No matter mm -hmm. if you've been 80 years walking with Jesus Christ or one year walking mm -hmm. with Jesus Christ, you, you still just you abide. You still yeah. have to abide. And just naturally, if he, you just if he you, stopped, you, and he'll, he'll admit that if he stopped abiding, like he'll be, admit there'll that. be a problem. If he'll stop abiding, there'll be there'll be a lot of like, yeah. he knows that he'll be, he, he can be, uh, the roots will start like going back and, and the tree would be easily be, just be mm -hmm. pushed down. And it'd be mm -hmm. a dead tree and it'll just fall. Mm -hmm. and, and I think and I think first of all that's that's like maturity being able to say like I'm in a moment right now where I'm not abiding oh, yeah that's just and weird. that's good and that and that's probably why you're watching this video is because uh, you're like I know I, I'm not abiding and I, I want, want to, to but I just don't but I, I just, just don't I just don't but yeah um speaking of Phil some you know last week we had him on so go check that episode out but fire episode Mm -hmm. fire episode something that we got out of that episode and then we were talking about it you know before recording this episode was and it, it correlates to what we were just talking about it's like why are we complicating it so much and why are we so hard on ourselves that that too it, it's like okay you know what i'm at a i've had a few days few weeks few months i don't i don't care how long of moments where i haven't been abiding the thing that we need to realize is God is not paying attention to the things that you know you were doing and and how long it's been. It's like, oh, he had this. My son hasn't talked to me in months. Like, you know, I don't want to. It's it's as if in our hearts, it's like, you know, I've spent so long away from God. It's like, it's it's easier to stay away from Him to go than than to go to Him. Cause then that's what, like that little, oof. and that yeah. little. I'm sorry, bro, but that go little ahead. space, that's where the enemy comes in right in the middle, and he's like, you took too long. You didn't read the Bible. Yeah. Which, which goes day. back to what you were sharing in your book. Mm. It's like in those moments of, of dryness, is, is their, best, is their opportunity. best opportunity. But also their, their greatest danger. Exactly. Because if you dig it, you do go over that, you're, it says that you will not be based on your emotions. Therefore, mm -hmm. you'll be harder to test. Mm -hmm. And the beauty is, it's not like you could, you could turn around right now. Yeah. Right now. You yeah. can turn around right now. Yeah. It's just like your will. Like. The prodigal son. Turned around. Bro, bro God the, is there. The like, father like, was 
not in the house. The father was not working. The father was looking at the distance, looking, just just hoping. Wow. And from a distance, what did he see? He sees, could it be? He's alive? My son. And the son, as he's walking towards the Mm. father, they're at a they're at a great distance still. And the moment the son took steps towards the father, the father ran bro, towards his son That's beautiful. and just overwhelmed him with love. So you can, like, we can turn around, you can turn around now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can turn around now, you know? And, and that's, a, that's the thing that when you're not abiding, it is so, like, the voices that lies and the voices of the enemy are so much freaking louder. Yeah. They are so Wrong, much bro. louder, and it's like it's exactly what we just talked about. Yo, it's it, you've been too too much from God, like, and the things that you did while you were too far from God, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, no, yeah, we'll like walk by all your all your oh, you're a leader, you're a leader at the church, you mm-hmm. you have a ministry, but you're not abiding. Mm-hmm. What True. kind of leader you're, are you? You don't, you don't deserve. What kind of leader are you? You don't terrible, deserve that. You're, you're you're leading people, you're discipling people, and you're not abiding. Yep. Shame on you. Yep. Shame on you. Yeah. Bro, they get loud. They get loud. And the thing is, they start to get convincing. Convincing. And what happens when they get convincing is you step further and further away from God. Bro. And it's like, I already did this thing. I might as well do the next thing. I might as well just go down. Bro, it, it's the, I'm I doing a diet. Ate, I, ate, I, ate, I, ate a, I ate one chip. I'm going well to I'm gonna eat bad for the whole day, bro. <laughs> I'm going to eat bad for the whole day. But it, it's so easy to do that. Yeah. And so basically what we're saying here is, don't overcomplicate it. Don't like Ugh, it, it's so good. Crazy. It's good to so analyze, much, but man. don't sit there and be like, "Oh, but I didn't do Beat this." Beat yourself up, and all I did day, this every day. But I did. But I did thirty minutes of Bible. Is that good enough? Is that not good enough, bro? I've had these moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah, had it where I've, I've I've done like the really short prayer because I'm trying to abide. I don't feel like it, but I'm trying to abide, so I prayed a little bit. But then I I, I felt bad because I felt like I didn't pray enough. And it's like you start destroying your mind and your heart by going, yeah. did I even pray enough? Did I read enough chapters in the Bible today? Was I even paying? Bro, God sees your heart. God sees that you're trying to abide in him and he will run towards you. He sees those are the steps. Those five minute prayers that you're like, I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like abiding. But like, I'm going to see here because I know I need to and I, I want to. I just don't feel like it, but I'm going to. God, those are the steps. Those are the equivalent to the prodigal you know, son taking those steps. I think you know, it's just it's just important to show up. Yes, it's yeah. just important to show up. Yes. Uh, what I mean by that is, it's important to show up. It's not always gonna be. It's not gonna be Monday through Monday to Monday, a hundred percent. It's gonna be one day five percent, the mm-hmm. next day eighty percent, mm-hmm. the next day thirty, the next day maybe even one. Yeah. The next day a hundred. There's gonna like it's never gonna it's not gonna, it's never gonna be perfect right. all around like. But what can be consistent is you showing up mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. And I hope I'm not using this out of context, but you know, Jesus says faith as small as a mustard seed. Mm. So if, if that, if that's what it takes to t- to like, um, Ooh, to move a mountain, how much can he do inside of you? If you just, if you just take one step yeah. towards him, mm. take one, yeah. take one, two, 3%, show up, show up with one step, yeah. show up hard. with one just, Bible just, verse. We're just so hard on ourselves. It's just hard. Because yeah. We, we get used to it. It's I've the, gotten used to it. And, just bro, being hard and, on myself. And, and, and the thing is, we're even like, you know, say the comparison is the thief of joy. We're even comparing 
ourselves now to like how we used to be when we first yeah. started with God. I used to be at church. I used to live at church. I used to read my Bible uh, all day. I used to pray yesterday. all but day. But yesterday I had such a good moment with God. <laughs> right, bro. Like, That's fact. It, 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 and it, it destroys us and it leads us even farther away from God. Like, oh, two days ago I was going on fire, but now yesterday I, I didn't pray that much. <laughs> bro. So I'm just, why do we but do I say that? that? Like, I, I literally did that. Like, I, I said that I Yeah, of course. And it's just like, I just thinking about it for myself it's just like bro like why am i so hard on myself like mm -hmm. i don't think god wants to take away the joy mm -hmm. of the day for me spending bro. two three hours just thinking about how i spent the last two three hours bro and it's like i'm just taking away the joy of of life mm -hmm. like i'm just wasting my yes. life just just kind of yeah you know uh telling myself these things where Being it's like in your and, mind, I, and i think it's yeah. and i think it's so hard because we've gotten so used to it i think that's the thing too like Telling yourself the same thing for years is naturally it's going to be a habit that you have to break. Could it? Could it just? Could it? Could it also be that we've been conditioned in this way? Yeah. At least I know in a Hispanic household, it's like, "Véalo, se cayó, yo sabía, no puede caminar bien." Ah, see yo. That's why that happens because you're on your phone because yeah. you do this because you do that. And so you're mm. constantly taking these hits as a child that when mm. you grow up, it's like, I got to do this to myself now. Now mm. I got to be self-reliant. I got to survive. Mm. Yeah. I can't I mm. can't depend on the rest of the... I can't depend on nobody. I can't depend on God. I got to do everything. I got to be self-reliant. Um, it's just so... Oh I got to find... Gosh. I got to find... Uh, mm. I got to find the needs on my own. I got to do these things on my own. Mm. And, and it's a pure desire. Like, oh, I want to spend time with God. Oh, I didn't... I only spent 10 minutes with God today. And I think... And we say it, God's not mad at us. It's true. But I think we just feel like God is looking at us differently. Maybe he, we don't think he's mad at us, but maybe we feel like he's looking at us differently that, that day. Bro, it hit hard when Phil sat right here and he said, I feel like you guys are- Too hard on yourselves. Harder on yourselves than God is on you. Mm. And for me, it was like, bro, because I'm over here thinking, like you said, God is viewing me this way. And it's crazy because- I, I I know I know my Bible. I read the promises. I know God's character. Yet do I? Because if I'm 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 picturing God in this way of like, yo, you're not doing enough. You're not praying enough. You're not. Mm. And at one point, I remember I remember even being on a phone call with you, and telling you that it was even frustrating being held to such a high standard sometimes as a follower of Christ. Like, bro, like, you know, I I, I say a curse word and then I have to beat myself up for it. And I feel like everybody's looking at me crazy because the Christian just said a, a curse word. My goodness. And so it even becomes like this bitterness for the standard. It mm. even becomes this like, bro, I don't even want this standard. I don't even want to be held to this high standard. But the thing is like, we are like this high standard. And the reason I bring this up is because what you're saying, we steal, it's almost as if we steal our own joy by being in our minds so much so much when the simple reality is let me just abide yeah. let me just sit down and read the word and that this is like if you're listening to this this is what we're trying to say after everything we just said go read your bible <laughs> go pray go in your room sit down put worship, put music on just sit down and be quiet but do it consistently regardless of how you feel mm. Why was Daniel able to, why was Daniel able to still continuously pray those three times a day, even though he knew the law? We did an episode on Daniel. You could go read it. We talk about all this. They, they come out with the law saying, yo, if you pray to somebody else besides the king, King Darius, 
you will be thrown in the lion's den. The verse is, Daniel heard about this. <laughs> he went to his room and he started praying like he always did. <laughs> the thing is, well, like, him like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, all right. He's like, what happened? Okay. But, but, why was he, but why was he able to do that in a time of distress? Because he had consistently done mm. that way before. I mean, why, was, why, was, he, and why so, was he able to go to and be at, like, yo, even bro, if we don't get saved. Point, at that point, it was harder for him not to do it than to do it. Oof. Because he had been doing it for so long. Imagine that. It was harder for him not to do it than to do it. And 100%, like, how is it that he was able to say, even if God doesn't save me, I'm still not going to do this. Throw me into the fire. How was he able to have that much faith? It had to be because of his consistent prayers. His consistent time of it, it was it was the habit, the strong habits that he had that been kept building. Him strong enough to be like, okay, I'm, roots, I'm gonna keep bro. praying. Send me some lines, then I'm gonna keep praying. His roots, his roots were so deep, and his his like the tree trunk was so strong that when this freaking hurricane, because being threatened to th get thrown in the lines, that your life is on the line, that's a hurricane, bro. My question is, how do you feel leaving your house without brushing your teeth? Nasty. Nasty? You feel nasty? I know you be doing that sometimes. It's absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I hope there's not a day that you don't miss brushing your teeth. Mm -hmm. like you don't miss it. So you're always brushing your teeth. It's a habit mm. that you have. And so it's like, what, you know, mm. there's something that's much more important than. Yeah, because that's not like food that you have to do it. Brushing your teeth is like a habit that we've all learned, right? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that we've all developed. You're right. That's because I was about to say, oh, it's like oh, also like eating, but it's not because eating is like we have to for survival. This is though that's like a habit that you've developed, and so it's like something much more important uh -huh. is mm -hmm. your soul. Like, what is more important than your soul? And it's like, bro, if if oh, if three if two to three minutes of brushing your teeth cleans your teeth. Mm. Don't you think maybe five minutes of reading the Bible <laughs> cleans your soul? Come mm. on now. Mm. Okay, he said, "Come on now." He went preaching mode on this. Hold on. Come on now. Come on now. Can I get an amen for can that? Come a, on can now. I get a okay. Can I, <laughs> can I get the little sound? The little sound effect. Little. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bro, that one hundred percent. Yeah, and, and and it reminds me of a quote from C.S. Lewis. Um, it says, "This faith." is the art of holding on to things your reason has once accepted in spite of your changing moods. I'll read it one more time. <laughs> Faith time. is the art of holding on to things your reason has once accepted in spite of your changing moods. Mm. So it's like with Daniel, it's like he had the faith to be like, yo, even if God doesn't save us, throw mm. me in. It's because he knew day they, every single day he was praying because he believed mm. in God. He mm. believed that God could do miracles. He could change things. So, of course, he'd be like, yo, God, I know God can save me from this. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, do we, are we standing on that truth truly believing or are we standing on that truth for people to see that we're standing on a truth? We. Like we're just proclaiming things. Mm -hmm. But we mm -hmm. don't really know what we're saying. Cringe. Do we just say, I'm blessed, highly favored, and blah, 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 and the Lord, yeah. and the blood, and blah, blah. God is good all the time. Or can you say that just 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 saying like can you just say that and truly believe it or do you have to like scream it out for everybody's assurance to be your mm -hmm. assurance do you have to be reassured mm -hmm. or do you truly believe it right it's almost like to try to convince yourself yeah it's like don't try to convince you like believe it mm -hmm. and if you don't believe it jesus i believe but help me with my unbelief mm -hmm. 
it's okay. Go to God. Tell him that you that you have that you struggle. Yeah. Uh, believing that he's with you 24-7, that he wouldn't abandon you, that he wouldn't forsake you. Like, tell him that. Mm. And he'll help you to actually believe. Like he'll show you. It's funny because, you know, people probably thought they were coming into this episode to find a solution to how to feel passionate about God again. And we just said, no, bro. No. I'm sorry, we can't give you that. Get secret. in your room. We can't give Put you that. Some more shit. Music. I wish. I wish there was a secret because I would have loved that secret when we didn't feel that. I would have been like, "Yo, there's just Fast. a secret way that you can just feel passionate about a God again." It doesn't work like that. <clears throat> and the beautiful part is, before you speak, the beautiful part is what you said. When we finally get through that, bro. Yeah, because isn't it just a, a dry season? I mean, we're gonna have our days, but yeah. I think in terms of like when someone's feeling this for a while and just kind of in that season. Mm -hmm. When you get out of it, it's just like, all right, now I know that my emotions, reg regardless of them, yeah. I'm going to stay devoted. How do you guys feel about this statement? When passion ends. Discipline begins. Devotion begins. Obedience begins. Obedience. Discipline begins. When passion ends, mm -hmm. because it will end. Mm hmm obedience mm -hmm. begins my, yeah my mom's my mom said the same thing to me about about marriage she said real love starts when that feeling of love ends because oh, like shit. that's when like yeah bro when you're not feeling that love again that love still that's when you have to make the choice and that's what love is it's when you have to make that choice. i'm gonna love you i was saving this for the right moment and i think right now is the right moment <sighs> jesus Here. in the garden of gethsemane mm -hmm. of course this is my bro my favorite example of i don't feel like doing it but mm -hmm. i i yeah. i just gotta be obedient Maybe jesus said it himself go ahead bro jesus said hey father yeah hey, yeah. hey your son, father father lord hey God. your son is about to die you really want me to die yeah you want to be here to be on the cross he's trying to convince god say, yo listen can you take this cup of suffering away from me but even if you, you know, like even if you don't take it, like whatever, like, you know, whatever. I want your will to be done, not mine. Mm. Regardless of what I feel or fear, bro, for real, I want bro. what you want for me. So Jesus was want? fully human, bro. Imagine knowing yeah, you are about to experience one of the worst, bro. Like if you look at the science behind the cross. Bro, it, it goes it, like you hear oh, nails in the hand, nails in the feet. Like, oh yeah, that hurts. No, bro, that this the cross. They the Romans literally thought of like the most gruesome way to kill somebody. That's tough. And they did that. That's tough. And Jesus knew that was gonna happen to him. And like timing and everything, like Jesus knew. And and the whole thing of like, he and was, he was fully human, bro. The whole thing of him sweating blood. That you know, that's that's like a yeah. that's a real. Thing. It's not like, oh, that's such a fan. Like, that's such a beautiful metaphor that he was thing, so stressed. It's a real oh, thing that happens when you're at the peak. Yeah, peak search level it up. Like, you can find that on Google. Yeah. You yeah. can find that. It actually happens. But again, like, very rarely. And so ima imagine what he was feeling. He, he definitely and, and, did and the not cool thing is, like in that moment, where did he go? He went to prayer. He went to he, he went to abide. abide. Even in a tough moment, in a moment of like yo stressing and to the point of blood, where did he go to? You said to you said that everything that he went through, right? Mm -hmm. He was innocent too. Like you ever get falsely accused by something that hurts more because it's like I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Yeah. Nah, we all believe that you did it. No, 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 but I didn't, I didn't. That's when true, nah. true anger pulls out. Yeah, yeah. true. Anger like that, comes that out. hurts 
to be accused about something that you truly didn't do. You yeah, know? yeah. Because if you're accused for something you did, that it's like anger and hatred is like injustice. Yeah, it's, it's like if you're accused for something that you did do, it's not right. You know, it's like, all right, yeah, you you did it, and you know you did it, but for something you know you didn't do, mm-hmm. like he was innocent, the innocent Lamb of God who died for my sins, mm-hmm. innocent. Yet mm-hmm. he was betrayed by his friend, mm-hmm. by two friends. Peter and and uh and Judas. Betrayed by two friends. Betrayed by the people who, who he came mm. for. Like he came for the people of Israel. Wow. He wanted to gather them all like a hen gathers its her, her chicks. Betrayed by all of them. So that's like on the emotional side, the spiritual side. That hurts. The mental side. Now comes the physical side of he got just wrecked physically. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Like you can see his back because of all the lashes. Oh yeah, like the how for thirty nine lashes, something like that. I think it was thirty nine, right? Something about that word. You can see yeah. his back. His skin cut came out, so he saw like ribs. You can you can see his, you can see the like the, mm-hmm. the, the flesh. You can see it was open, mm-hmm. yet he still had to pick up a cross and walk miles. He had to pick up the the same thing he was gonna get nailed to, and then he got nailed to it. And apart from that, he had to stay there for how many hours? And then, and then to get every breath, he had to pull himself up by the nails that were in in him. He had to. <gasps> Dad, and he was innocent. And then, and then, what do we say when we don't feel like it? What? And then, and then we be bugging out for something so little, like I don't want to go to church today. Man, pick up your cross, and that's not even picking up your cross. That's just go. Yeah, <laughs> just go. Yeah, I'm sorry for. I don't know if I said it too harsh, but like, it's just no, but just I, go. no. I think I think sometimes look perspective. Exactly, we we've we've talked about this in in other episodes, and we've taken a different approach. But I think this approach is necessary for certain people. Yes. I think it, like for us, for example, sometimes bro, it's just like, it. bro, just stop. Yeah, just just stop sugarcoating it. Just yeah. stop like. You know, no. we, we can't start like, dude. There's times where we can't sit here and be like, oh, pobrecito. Yeah. Like, uh, there is, like, there is, there I, is I a understand. time and place just to be like, of course, dude, just do it. Of course, because there's, just bro, there's, there's, there's people that have really gone through something really difficult that has led them to just be distant from God. That's that's a different thing. Yeah, we're talking about just something where it's like, I just don't. Being I'm just not feeling like it right now. Okay, what's your point? Hmm. Sorry, I just don't feel like it. What do you mean? It's like, okay. Feel. You know, like sometimes this harshness is necessary. And this is what I want to ask. We just spoke about this. For us, I'm not even speaking about the audience. I'm talking to you guys, my brothers. How do we make sure that when when we have these days, we make that decision to abide? What are some steps that we can take? Or what? Do, how do we leave this conversation and say the next time that I don't feel like it, I'm gonna do it anyways. Yes, sure, we may fall short, but how how do we take that initiative to be like this conversation wasn't for nothing? I'm what do we do? I'm gonna text you guys. Besides the yeah, exactly. I'm talking about practicals of besides the just do it, just do it. Sure, we know that we need to just do it. Yeah. But how do we make sure? Because bro, like this morning, I had to hit the gym at five forty-five in the morning. I did not feel like it and I wrestled, bro. And I wrestled. But I knew this man was going to be at the gym waiting for me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go. 
So the, there's those little things that like, if you weren't at the gym, I probably wouldn't have went. How do we do this for those days that we need to abide anyways? I guess the biggest thing is accountability. I don't know if that's the biggest, but that's definitely a good one. That's there. That's there. Maybe, maybe, maybe what we talked about with Daniel, build that strong habit. Well, yeah, I mean, that strong consistency. Plan. Yeah. The strong have, consistency. Have a plan. Like, mm-hmm. Just have a plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's the plan is each morning, even if it's one verse, yep. even if it's two verses, yeah. even if it's five, even if it's yeah. a chapter, I'm going to read. Yes. Because I know that it's not like I read a regular book. I know that I'm eating. Mm-hmm. I know that my soul mm-hmm. is eating. Whether I feel it or not, I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And then after, just talk to the Lord, yeah. whether it be for five minutes, 10 mm-hmm. minutes, just talk to him each morning. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just have the plan each morning. I'm going to I'm gonna talk for five minutes. I'm going to read five verses. Start with that. Like if you're really, 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 really struggling, start with that. Just yeah, yeah. five verses, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. five minutes mm-hmm. each morning. And, and don't beat yourself up for doing too little or too much whatever just do it yeah when the habit comes we're not telling you that yeah we're we're not telling you there's a certain amount that you have to do in order for you to start receiving from god again like bro god god sees you from a distance taking those steps and he's gonna start running towards you but anyways i hope this was an encouragement i hope it wasn't too harsh hashtag abide we we do it with love we tell you guys with love because we experience it ourselves and there's times where i'm like lewis you you can't just rely on your feelings anymore. Like just do it. Yeah. And he's like, Danny, but I don't feel. I don't care. And it's vice versa. We do it for each other. Yeah, it's the, the, it's, seriously yeah. how we talk. Like probably yeah. sometimes even not worse, but st- stronger. Stronger because sometimes other. it's just necessary. I don't feel sometimes like we just I need don't. to. I feel whack. Yeah. This is not where we're not. We haven't like we aren't perfect. Like we're just sharing. What's, right. what's that proverb? The proverb that's like faithful. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Oh yeah, faith. Like um, trustworthy are the slashes of a friend. But uh, deceive for the kiss of enemy. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Do you do you do you want people in your life? They're mm-hmm. gonna Just flatter yeah. you. Kiss all the the. Just like not, just not be real with you, and just kind yeah. of, kind of just like, just flatter, flatter you, you, flatter yeah, you yeah. up, and just be like, oh, you know, oh yeah, okay, flatter oh, your okay, feelings, yeah, up. okay, right. Instead of like, dude, stop. Like, what do you want for your life? Do you want to grow, mm-hmm. or do you simply want to do whatever you want? Right. Awesome. Well, I hope this was an encouraging episode. If it was, leave a like, subscribe, all that beautiful stuff. If you guys want to be in a deeper community where we do a lot of this Bible study, we're doing weekly fire groups. They're Bible study times, prayer times. We are connecting with beautiful people. It's an awesome opportunity. You want to check that out, Patreon in the description. Nico's stuff will be in the description. Do you want to shout? I mean, you're, you're, you've been here before. So you, they know who you are, but you can shout out anything you want. But Nico. Yeah, check them out on Spotify and iTunes and all that beautiful Yo, stuff. Yo, No Me Que My Best Song. No Me Que My new album uh, just uh, released. So but I'll, we I'll love argue, you. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you guys for the next episode. Peace out, everybody. Peace.